It would not be difficult, Monsieur. Nuclear reactors could... <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. President. Nuclear reactors could provide power almost indefinitely. Greenhouses could maintain plant life. Animals could be bred and slaughtered. Now I have become death, destroyer of worlds. Minus one minute. Put on your goggles. Observers without goggles must face away from the blast. One plane, one bomb, one city. 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 Fallout from atomic explosion. Every nuclear or thermonuclear bomb throws into the air a large cloud of radioactive particles. These man-made radioisotopes remain aloft for varying periods of time, but most of them eventually return to Earth. It is this return which is known as fallout. From the far horizons of the unknown come tales of new dimensions in time and space. These are stories of a future, adventures in which you'll live in a million could-be years on a thousand maybe worlds. The National Broadcasting Company, in cooperation with Galaxy Science Fiction Magazine, presents... <laughs> 
on, let's go. Let's go see Chelsea. Let's see what she's up to. Uh, but for me, this election is uh, first and foremost about my children and about uh, the country, the world, and the future that I want for them and their generation to grow up in. Because um, their grandma's going to jail if she loses. <laughs> Duh! <laughs> Don't do that! Stop! You're an ass! You're an ass! Don't, even, don't do that to me! Yeah, check this out, though. Wait, what is that? That's from a good time, let me tell you. You want to smell it? <laughs> I can't tell if you're cool or not right now. I don't know. Oh, I'm cool as shit, buddy. Dolphin Delphi 5. Dolphin Delphi 5. Yes. <laughs> you want some? Always. Wait, we're here on the same kind of mode, aren't we? It's made for finches, but humans can drink it too. Finland? Finches. That's where you're from, Finland. No, it's tuna juice. And it's made for finches, but humans can drink it too. You don't want to taste? I'm a commercial fisherman. Yeah. Tuna is my thing to fish for, but like, what is this? It's carbonated tuna juice. It's made for finches, but humans can drink it too. <laughs> hey, people from Finland are humans too. No, it's made for it's made for finches. Finches. No, that's. Delicious. Finches. It's made for finches, but humans can drink it too. It's a finch. It's a little bird. I have ten of them. Get the fuck out of here. It's tuna juice, and it's made for finches, but humans can drink it too. Try this again. Can you Wait, smell it? Is that that? No. You're not selling me a product right now, are you? <laughs> of course not. I would never. It's got 69 calories. 69. <laughs> Wait, what, what beer Z-Facts mean? That's the company it comes from. So there is alcohol. There could be. <laughs> Here, try this again. Yeah. Yeah, where'd that come from? Well, you're the best that, salesman I've ever met. That came from my old lady. I got two buckets of sardine paste in the trunk of my Accord if you want to meet me out there and dunk your head in it with me, huh? Wait, with you? Yeah. Is this really happening? It's really happening. I can't tell if you're gay or a salesman. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not sure. Are you a gay salesman? You ever have pickled sphincter, huh? I'll eat that ass. Oh, yeah. How's that? It's weird, because that one's better than that one. Yeah? What's your name? Brenna. Yeet! Try this again. <laughs> like so you're gonna meet me out there or what? Please. Yeah. Where? Out in the parking lot. We'll get real weird, real wild. No, I can already tell. I can yeah. already tell. You're like you're like the dude I met on Craigslist <laughs> when I was seventeen. Yeah. How old was he? I don't even want to say. I can't tell if you're about to beat my ass or not. No homo. <laughs> what do you drive? A 2000 Honda Accord, and there's two buckets of sardine paste in there. I don't want the sardine paste. One for you, one for me. We'll dunk our heads in it. Look at all this. Yeah? Let's go. Alright, follow me. It's false. No way. Not this time. We created it. Not this time. No. Not this time. It's totally made up. Pure fiction. It's fiction. It's fiction. We made it up. We made this one up. It's a made up tale. It's a total fabrication. It never happened. It never happened. This one was invented by a writer. Not this time. It never happened. It's false. It never happened. It's a fake. It's fiction. It's an urban legend that never happened. No way. 
We got you. Not a chance. Not this time. It never happened. It never happened. We made this one up. It's fiction. We made up this one. We made it up. Not this time. Wrong. Not this time. Not this time. You're wrong. Not this time. It never happened. Imagine for a moment, you're blindfolded, and you're getting the best raw porn star grade blowjob in the entire universe. The catch is, however, that you'll never figure out who's giving you that god-tier, awesome, schmawsome, sloppy toppy, unless you take the blindfold off. It could be anybody. Ariana Grande, Ben Shapiro, Harold from the 7-Eleven near your house. It could even be your uncle's neighbor's fireman's cat. Now the question is, would you take off the blindfold and find out who the person or thing behind the stupendous Jimmy Nibbler is and risk permanently scarring yourself? Or would you keep the blindfold on and continue having your knobs slobbed until your spirit hits the sky? Some favorite famous black cats include Salem of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Binks from Hocus Pocus, Snowball from The Simpsons, the shirt says blacks for Trump. Yes. Blacks for Trump. Are you black? No, I'm not black. Okay. You might have gone to my school, bro. Be me. A retarded seventh grader who was diagnosed with childhood high-functioning autism. My school bathroom had boys and girls right next to each other. One day, I overheard a conversation in the girls' bathroom from the boys. Realized that the drains were connected through the floor. Get to trolling. Start moaning into the drain. Hear some solid WTFs from the other side. Start whispering, help me. Hear a few girls get down on their knees. Holy shit, there's someone in there. I hear echoing down the drain. Had to hold and chuckle. Dad was a fan of Christian metal. The only way mom would allow it. I keep whispering. I'll come for. Then pull out my deepest guttural scream. Your souls! Hear screams and thuds of girls running. Keck. The bathroom's now haunted, and I'm too retarded to tell anyone it was a prank.
Saturdays for the boys. You can watch movies with the tribe on depleted uranium driving theater Saturday afternoons at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on Twitch TV. Mosey on down to the Atomic Shaman Trading Post. We have t-shirts, decals, refrigerator magnets and other swag for sale. What better way to show your support for the show? Our merch can only be found on t.pub forward slash lick forward slash Atomic Shaman Trading Post. Like, share and subscribe to the channel and be sure to ring the notification bell. You can follow us on Twitter at Motel and RV Park. Catch the live streams on Rumble. Listen to text-to-speech stories on Atomic Shaman TTS on YouTube. Gather around the fire and let the radioactive spirits cleanse you. This is the Atomic Shaman Sweat Lodge. He's got a PhD. Uh, um, I need to increase my font size. Lack of convenience or font size in my case. In big dick energy. So you're not going to get the protein from ingesting it. And you're going to increase your chance of cancer. It's just going to disease you and make you malnourished. He's more facial hair than flesh sack. No, I can bang your cousin, but you can't. Give it up for Professor Beard Juice. Let's just say I'm gay and I'm sucking Klaus's dick. Van comes along and he's like... Why don't you listen to some share while you're at it? I'll be like, oh shit, you're right, I wasn't gay enough. But uh, that, that, that's the basics. Are there any questions moving uh, into this? He's the resident sound hound. Big dick on campus over here. The audio wizard and the acoustic blizzard. Yo, peace and love, man. Forgiveness. And him flexing in luchador tights. I'm a filthy Mexican. Fan of a thousand sound bites. You're one of the good J's. The button pusher Van Rollington. It's like a graph where, like, the more crazy she is, the hotter she'll be, mm. and the better in bed she'll be. The graphics guru of digital visuals. Now, I'm saying she's not a schizo, but I just think her MK Ultra training wasn't effective. He puts the ass in aesthetics. I just went in, shook the boss's hand, and he gave me the job. The leader of my people. Raising a fucking army to attack Europe and attack the elites. The tribal chief himself, Klaus Newhouse. Hey yo, the devil planted fear inside the black babies. Dead meat placed on the shelves. We eat cold cuts. Fast from the hog, y'all, and grow up. Swine merchant, your time is near at hand. Message to the feds. Spooky season has come with new DLC. The Gaza Strip is the latest Fortnite PvP map. This is the Atomic Shaman Sweat Lodge. Well, normally that intro sounds better, but fans having some issues with the software or hardware. I don't know which. Uh, yeah, I mean, was it all cracky or what? It was a little bit spotty, man. Damn. All right. Yeah, all and right. I, had, I had a similar issue on, on, on uh, Streamlabs. I guess it was an update, and then it set all my sound settings to default. So I had to go in and tell it, HyperX quadcast, you know, for speakers and mics, and then that's when the sound came back. Fucking Discord yeah. and Streamlabs and everything, all of it. So I got right. I got a little stuff. I mean, that's relevant. Uh, I just put it up on the screen. 
And uh, this this post was struck down on Facebook. I, I got like a 30-day restriction or so, but uh, I don't know who reported me, but I wasn't supporting terrorist group. I was just doing a what if. So what if Hamas were ah. the bad guys? I mean, I mean, not not they weren't the bad guys. What were the good guys? I mean, just hear me out. Like, have this map of all these registered sex offenders in Israel, and what if the targets of Hamas attacks were these sex offenders? Now, here's where things get weird. One day before the Hamas attack, genetics firm 23andMe confirms user data theft and credentials uh, stuffing attack. So the hackers released one million lines of data targeting Ashkenazi Jews, and these are more than likely people targeting Ukraine, not Israel. But okay. if, if you were paying attention to Hamas, they have M4 carbines now, which is a NATO weapon. And it looks like they were buying gear sold on the black market from Ukraine. Now, here's where things get spicy. Porn star and terror supporter Mia Khalifa has been fired from her job for supporting Hamas. So Playboy terminates its relationship with her after telling Hamas to turn their cell phone sideways so they can capture more of the action better. Mia Khalifa's Playboy channel is now deleted from their platform. And here's where things get even better. She started beefing with Dr. Jordan Peterson on Twitter. What? Oh yeah, dude. It was it was fucking wild on Monday. Humiliation. Yeah. So, uh, beer okay, juice. Just... You got some poll data? Yeah, we only got one this week, but hey, it's a poll nonetheless. Let's pull it up. Uh, come on. There we are. So we have white skin giants revealed by Twilight Zone episode to serve man. And we asked, was to serve man a soft disclosure about Nephilim? 56% said, yes, they rub it in our faces. And 44% said, no, take your meds, schizo. <clears throat> I feel like it was a soft disclosure for Yakub, you know, because they had big brains and, and stuff. But, you know, Nephilim, what's this? <laughs> I think they need to be a little bit more taller, you know. Yeah, I'm leaning toward the Yakub. I, I definitely think that we should add uh, "take your meds, schizo" to every uh, as an option to every poll. Yes, no matter what the question. <laughs> no matter what like, question is the answer A or B or take your skids, myth. Yeah, yeah that would be great. So we're moving on to mug shotties now. See, the reason we don't have many polls is. Well, Van's part of the creative process, and he's putting a lot of effort into the production of these videos coming out. By the yeah, way, Maury liked liked the production, like on the White Skin Giants. She thought it was real creepy. Oh, nice. That's good. Anyways, we, we've yeah. got another one about uh, cephalopods coming out soon, so stay tuned for that one. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, I guess we have a guest for this. If it sounds crappy, I'm sorry, but fucking, there's nothing I can fucking do about it. I literally spent an hour fucking trying to figure out what's going on, but other than bring on our guest. It... Good evening. I am the ghost of Vincent Price. Tonight's program will contain women who dream to see their names in the bright lights of Hollywood, but instead found themselves surrounded by sirens of broken dreams. Who can say what drove them to commit the crimes they did? Was it love, money, fame, madness, possession, or a classic case of having a woman moment? 
Let's unravel these mysteries together. So prepare yourselves, dear viewers. Unwind and unzip. Whip it out and let us know in chat. If you would, smash or pass. So the first mugshot we have was arrested for driving while intoxicated. Now, I don't want her fans to be worried that best girl Keiko was arrested because uh, she doesn't live in the United States. And two, I don't think she owns a vehicle. And uh, three, she's always traveling on the train. So, uh, you know, I might give this one a smash just for Keiko's sake. I'm down with the Asian persuasion. I'll give a smash. I mean, uh... She's not ugly, but I mean, we're talking about an Asian driving. Are we sure they were intoxicated? Oh, I'm just saying. I'm like, why not? Just keep her. Just keep her. Just make sure she's not behind the wheel of a car. Yeah, yeah. Anybody got a hot take before Vincent jumps in? Uh, the bucket. Do you have a take on this? Um, I'm gonna say probably smash Asian. Asians are. But, you know, I'm going to have to agree with Beer Juice. Like, I don't think it was drunk driving. I think she was just an Asian woman. <laughs> oh, you think she's lacking the peripheral vision to drive correctly? Yep, yep, yep. Pass for me. Okay, Johnny passes. Uh, Meme Alchemist, do you have a ver verdict? I mean, given that... Typically in Asia, the limit for drunk driving is like 0.4 to 0.5, or excuse me, 0.04 to 0.05. Um, honestly, that's pretty low on the bar, but from what I've seen, honestly, uh, probably a pass on this one. Not really my type. Do the women on our show have a, a verdict? <laughs> Yeah, sure. Um, smash. Okay. She didn't That's kill it. anyone, right? <laughs> as far as I know. Yeah. It's interesting. That's the criteria. As long as she didn't kill anybody, she's smashable. Correct. <laughs> Moving on. Oh, wait. Let me get Vincent before we move oh, on. Okay, okay. <laughs> I like how we've started out with something a little foreign. Asian cinema has always been great source material for many classic gory and supernatural films. The only drawback is having to read all those damn subtitles. And this one looks like Bjork, so I'll need those. Anyways, a bit ghoulishly pale for my tastes, I will pass. But I will also pass her a lead to the next audition tapes for the remake of The Ring. She already has the look of... I've been stuck in a water hole for a decade. She'll be perfect. Darling, the audition is in seven days. Oh. <laughs> okay, moving on. A little harsh. Not so, so mugshot number two was arrested for public intoxication, providing false information, a police officer, and a possession of a fake ID. Um, I don't think she did anything wrong, and she looks nice and comfy with that blanket. I think I would have to smash and snuggle with this one. Hell yeah. Right? Yeah, I don't know what the rest of her looks like, but, you know, the part I, I need to stare at looks good. I'll smash. I can't even look her, like, in the eyes. I just want to look away. I'm just so in love. <laughs> hmm. 
Yeah, Doge from New Jersey says he loves her too. Anybody else? Wanna... Come on, don't be shy. A well, fake ID? Pass. Oh. Uh, oh, so you think oh, she might be underage. Yeah. Okay. I, okay. Oh. For, for one, I'm going to pass because of the fake ID underage thing. Even though, you know, blonde hair, blue eyes, it's pretty great. But I don't think that blanket's there for her comfort. I think it's for our safety. Uh, oh, you think she's naked under there? No, I think she's, uh, I don't, I don't think that's a blanket. I think that's more like a straight jacket situation. Ooh. Do you think she's got grippy socks on? Definitely. I mean, with that information, yeah, smash. I, I could never bring someone. You know what they box. say, grippy socks, grippy bucks. Oh. True, brother, true. All right. Well, Mr. Price, what do you have? Be still my beating heart. If it was still beating, of course. Fun history about me. Back in my youth during the 1920s, I admired Hitler and his ideals for Germany and racial purity. Regrettably, I became a commie thanks to a couple of artsy New York liberals I fell in with, and then later had to walk that back due to McCarthyism. However, I still have quite a fondness for blonde, blue-eyed perfection, just like this young lady here. A century ago, her face would have been plastered all over propaganda flyers throughout Germany. She's basically the female yes-chad. Instead, her face is forever immortalized as a thought who couldn't hold her liquor. What a shame. I would still smash, though. One last 88 for the 14. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> I actually did a lot of research into Vincent Price. It turns out that's yeah. true. <laughs> yes. He was a very bad man. We can like, tell. Can you explain the 8814 thing? Um, off stream, I can explain the 8814. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're not Nick Fuentes. We can't get away with that. So, uh, official charges. Oh, 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 I see now. <laughs> yeah, so Mike Shiny number three, uh, <laughs> official charges unknown, was at a bar with her mother, and they started arguing and pushed her mother, which resulted in her mother pushing her back, which led the cops to being called. So, uh, so, so she uh, wasn't charged with anything? Well, I think, I think she was arrested, but possibly for domestic or some shit you know maybe assault or battery you know oh arrested but not charged which is why we have the mugshot yeah ah. so so, so the, pro the mother probably felt guilty you know oh. it was her fault they were probably both drunk most likely yeah i gotta wonder about a mother-daughter duo who go out and get drunk though i don't know yeah. they, they, i mean they might double team you in the wrong way so i'm, I'm gonna pass on this one i'm gonna Girl that attacks her own mother? No, man. What would she do to someone who's not blood? I don't know. I feel like this is dis like pass. It's disqualifying. She's not properly charged. Oh, I guess. That's my feeling about it. Doge in the chat says, bad relationship with mother, red flag pass. You're trying to marry her, okay? This is smash or pass. <laughs> and I would smash. Fuck it. Johnny, do you have one? I said pass. Okay. <laughs> uh, Bucket, do you have a verdict? Uh, mm, mommy issues? Fuck <laughs> it, why not smash? <laughs> Captain, do you have a verdict? 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Me, Malcolm, and Steve. Uh, <laughs> I concur. <laughs> Precisely. Okay. Did they mean themselves? Eight. Vincent, save us. Just another example of why women will never work cohesively together to build a better society. If a mother and daughter can get into a bar fight, there really is no hope for feminism. Speaking of which, feminism is basically already led by men. Woke rapists, soy boys, or men pretending to be women, or men in tiny hats. Sometimes all three, to be honest, in this horror of a dystopian future. Speaking of men and my disdain for the female gender, I experimented back in my youth with a little moonlight if you catch my drift. I took trips to Brokeback Mountain, if you know what I'm saying. I was fifty shades of gay. <laughs> Dramatic deep sigh. It's too bad AIDS ruined everything. So I settled for tolerable husky women like this one to hitch my twink wagon too. Remember, men, if you don't settle for a solid six, a gay man will just come in and turn her into a beard. And worse, then you're stuck with single moms who fight with their daughters at bars. <laughs> okay. That's some good life advice right there. Better bring it back around. Yeah. So mugshot number four was arrested for possession of a controlled substance. They don't say what that substance is though, but looking yeah, at I'm but... I'm gonna assume it was pot, and so it's not really a crime. So I would I... smash it and I'll pull on those pigtails. I don't I don't believe in the controlled substance shit either. I'm like to be clear, like isn't isn't a, a, a gun suppressor a controlled? You know you can't have it in like half the fucking country. Some horse shit. So hell no. Smash. I... You earned it. I can't Be tell free. if that's a face tattoo on the side. I thought it was a birthday. Yeah, I was about to say. She has at, a face tattoo past. At first, I was literally like rubbing my fucking laptop because I was all like, what the fuck is this thing on, on the side there? But it turns out it was on the picture. It's one of those glitter things you put on your face. Oh, maybe. Oh, you think it's like an epidural, like uh, whatever they call them? Um, transdermal uh, piercings? The, the chat is saying if we'd smash and then doge once again is uh going off the rails saying that he would uh rub cocaine on his dick and he so he can last forever <laughs> i mean basically I mean, she, would, she would enjoy it that's yeah. Honest, yeah 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 actually i think I, I think i'm with uh i think I'm with doge from new jersey here uh i i don't think it was weed i i'm thinking she was uh she's on the coke man i mean she just looks like she parties that hard. I'm, I'm a smash. Mm. But to I say, it looks like she might rock with fentanyl. In that case, I'll smash. Oh, okay. okay. That we're both dying. She wants to all confused and out of it. Meme Alchemist, do you have a verdict? I mean, possession of a controlled substance can also mean marijuana. And I don't deal with people who smoke the do boof. <laughs> Not that they're too the crazy, but rather lives. you can't can you can't conceivably have a conversation that makes sense. How dare you! I I need some sweet talk before I make love. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I once tried, I once tried talking to a guy who was on ecstasy, and you, and it went about as well as you think. <laughs> yeah, so that's a pass for me. I I need some I need some pillow talk. Nope. 
Okay, Captain Chiggy, do you got a verdict? Okay, on, on to Vincent. That is the dazed stare of a woman addicted to opioids, or a woman possessed by a ghost, a phantom who's addicted to heroin. Quickly, we must gather a young priest and an old priest. The young one can fuck her first, then the old one once she's worn out. And maybe if she's sloppy enough, I'll come around and slurp the ectoplasm from her orifices. If that fails, we can always try a traditional exorcism afterwards to rid her of the demons. Call out the demons by their names. Heron, the white horse of death. Gunaretra, the soul pain. Laxibug, the burner of coals. And finally, Margaret Sanger, the killer of babies. <laughs> Be gone, vile demons, so I may smash. The power of Christ compels me to smash. 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 Oh, oh three. Pretty, pretty three. thorough with that one. Uh, Go, Vince. Uh, Vince. The next mugshot was arrested for assault with a deadly weapon. And she looks good with her hair messed up. I think I would smash, you know. She'd probably have your back in a fight. Well, I... the we yeah, right? I'm like, and if the weapon's not I... deadly, is it really a weapon? Come on now. As long as she's attacking someone I know, I would like smash. I'm wondering what's up with her eyebrows or a cranium? What's going on there? Like, that's a, that's a lot. It's like a little caveman skull, to be honest. Yeah. Like, she got Neanderthal DNA. Yes. Jeez. Ooh. No, pass. she's going to grab a club and hit you after you smash her, so pass. Oh, okay. I don't know. Aggravated assault with a deadly weapon seems like it could be pretty fun in bed. I'm gonna smash. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't love a woman who can kick their ass? Smash. <laughs> Alright, who hasn't gone yet? And Captain? Yeah. <laughs> Loki in the chat says her eyes are too far apart. Oh, I think she, uh, they don't look that wide set. Uh, they, they have enough space to fit an eye in between them, so I think they're proportioned. I, I agree she, with those. The, the pupils line up with the corners of the mouth, so that's that's pretty normal proportion. I okay. think Chiggy passed out on his computer. <laughs> well, he said he had a lot to drink. That's why I'm, you know. <laughs> oh damn! Oh, sorry about that. I'm uh, I'm like passing in and out right now. Oh god. Okay, so, oh, so would you would you smash this chick or not? I can't even see what's going on. <laughs> a man's cross-eyed drunk. Oh, okay, so, so what's Vincent have to say? I'm like a gallon and a half of booze down right now. The size of her cranium is remarkable. I don't believe it's because she has a large brain, but it's likely large pockets of pus from all the girl fights. She looks like quite the scrapper, and a bit of a short bus potato, to be honest with all that 20-plus armor pus around her head. It's like another layer of protection. She was already a water baby at birth, but now she's definitely invulnerable to head trauma. Sadly, 
She'll be difficult to donkey punch. It's my signature dummy poppy move. I'll pass, gentlemen. Okay, okay. Damn, everybody's yeah. silent from the donkey. People got some strong feelings <laughs> about the shape of that head. <laughs> yeah, so we're, we're on to mugshotty number six. She was arrested for hindering of prosecution by a known felon. Uh, does that mean she's a lawyer? I, I don't know. I, 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 I kind of wondering if she like. I kind of wonder if she like interrupted court proceedings. Oh. Ah. Oh, for contempt. Okay, okay. Well, she's got nice hair, but uh, I mean, she's kind of mid, you know. I mean, uh, it looks annoying as fuck. Pass. <laughs> Doge from New Jersey said. If we're talking about hindering the prosecution of a known felon, how do we know she ain't Antifa? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Hmm. That's the dead stare. Pass. Uh, I'm gonna pass. pass. Same Same. She's got that puffy cheek, so I'm pretty sure she's heavy underneath. Nah, pass. <laughs> I can read faces. I'm not nope. Not gonna get tricked. Alright. Chiggy you got any you think I need a answer on this one? He might need to open the rumble chat. I mean the rumble stream. <laughs> Okay. My man fighting for his life. <laughs> okay, Vincent. A woman will do anything for the man she loves. She will clean endlessly to provide a welcoming home to her spouse. She will take up some guy hobbies to spend more time with her soulmate. She will overlook the shittiest pair of underwear her husband throws in the laundry in the name of loyalty. She will risk life and liberty for some good dick. And she'll even learn that thing you like done to your balls your ex used to do. Through ride or die material here. Especially if she is subpar by most men's standards. And by most men I mean me and 99% of people who've seen this picture. Pass. Oh. Man, Pretty unanimous. Jeez. Yeah, I was expecting that. I don't know, she's pretty plain too to get so many passes. Maybe that's a thing. So Mugshotty number seven was arrested for possession of a controlled substance. Um, uh this bullshit controlled substance shit again. Yeah, you, you can't even see her jumpsuit. She's looks like she's got that barber thing wrapped around her. Ooh. Um, I don't think that hair is real either. So I'm gonna say pass. What? Smash. Smash. Oh. These charges are horseshit. Why is her nose so flat, says Loki. I want to smash, and I want to expand Yakub's race. Oh, race. I have an obligation to bang her because of trichnology. All I know is from those eyebrows, I know she a queen. <laughs> <laughs> In that case, mash. Whoa. I'm gonna need to pass. She's got probably had more traffic than I-95. Ooh. Damn. Oh, 
I think uh, I think I'm gonna pass because if I uh, if I hit it from the back and pulling her hair too hard, the tumbleweave might come falling. <laughs> You make it look strong nowadays. All right, Vincent? We have a mystery here, gentlemen. This one has left me with more questions than answers. First, why is she wearing a trash bag? What size is her rack? It looks huge. And should I call her Becky with the good hair or Apu in the Lou Queen? <laughs> Aye, that must be Sherlock Holmes to solve this mystery. Yes, hello. Ah, yes. Brilliant. Hmm, interesting take. Okay, well, thank you again. Cheerio. So firstly, yes, it is a trash bag. Because she is trash. Second, does the cup size matter if you are an ass man? And finally... There is only one answer that matters, according to the master detective. A rose by another name is still a rose. A hole is a hole. Smash, you idiot. Oh. I, I thought he was building up toward a pass. Oh, uh, that's not the same thing. Yeah. All right, we're on mug shutty number eight. She was arrested for cocaine conspiracy sales and grand jury indictment. She looks like one oh. of those real dolls. Like she doesn't even look. I was gonna say, you That's know what she exactly. reminds me of is um ever ever see like the fake heads they have oh. in cosmetology school? Yeah, yeah, with the hair in them. She looks. No, you know who she reminds me of? Who? That that new robot movie with the with the girl who dances. Oh, uh, Megan. Yeah, that. This is creeptacular. Yeah, I don't, I don't think she's surgery. human, man. I'm gonna pass. That's the bread of Chucky right there. Oh, ew. Pass, might... pass, pass, pass. Pass, suit? Yeah, pass. It's likely a fuck doll that they put in front of the camera. <laughs> she got lips like she can play a really good tuba, but I don't like that for kisses. No thanks. Pass. Taking into consideration everything else pass. everybody else has said, uh, I don't think I can get the two-inch destroyer past those fake lips. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't getting anything past it. I I really think that this one should have been on the Barbie episode. This would have cut really well. All right, is that everybody? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right, Vince, what you got? Cocaine conspiracy has a nice ring to it. Collagen Kelly in Cocaine Conspiracy. I can see it now, but I digress. Plastic patty over here, in true new Hollywood fashion, had everything done. As they say, life in plastic is fantastic. It's a shame Ken can't join us. Wait a moment, I do have his number here somewhere. Hello, Ken. Are you watching the show? Good. Can you give us a hot take? Let me put the phone up so they can hear. Hey, Kens, I've seen a lot of plastic in my day. But Botox Barbie here is more dull than human. Her package comes with a warning label saying she is non-biodegradable. Pass. Anyways, I'll catch y'all. I'm about to go fuck that absolute 10 from earlier. Thank the blue-eyed blonde perfection Barbie that Price Ken was simping over. Gotta go. Absolutely agree. So us chads will pass. 
Ah, what a doll that Ken is. He should take that nice girl out for a drive. <laughs> oh, the music cut off. Oh. I mean, who am I to who am I to disagree with Ken? Yeah, he's, I can't yeah, he's, he's his answer's Ken. <laughs> he's right. literally me. I, 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 what a throwback! I, I I miss Ken now. We should have him back sometime. Got to figure out a nice spot for him. There's the mugshotty number nine who was arrested for a DUI. I think I would smash on this one. She looks like a good time. She's attractive. Just a DUI. Smash. Good time is a good time. Smash. She looks like she owns a very nice wine collection. Uh -huh. I see it. I see it. Yeah. She reminds me of the house of the main character from Weeds, but blonde. Okay. I don't know why. I've never seen the show. No. Ah, it's stoner show. There you go. Oh, okay. There's something inside you, my penis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, he says pumpkin spice latte alert. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Totally. True. Okay, Bucket, do you, do you have a verdict? She looks like she uh, she has either great sloppy drunk sex or she lays there like a board. And I'm going to roll with dice and hey, say smash. Okay, Mean Alchemist, what's your verdict? I'm going to say if I had some beer, smash. And seeing as she does DUI, then yeah, seems like we'd work out. So you're saying if you were as wasted as Captain, you'd smash? Yeah, probably. The Captain, if if you weren't wasted, would you smash? <laughs> okay, it depends on the personality. I'm a personality person. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'd say pass. Okay, Vincent. It is the look of a woman who cannot be bothered by anything. In the face of incarceration, she will not waver. Even if her boyfriend was being stabbed by an economically challenged individual, she would not flinch. If oppressed Palestinians fortnighted in from the sky to commit acts of justice to her evil colonizer, she will be as she is, stoic, unmoving, statuesque. Gentlemen, I will smash. P.S. I did get a little horny right now thinking about the Fortnite game Hamas just won. Oh. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Spicy. Oh. All right, so our final mugshot, number 10. She was arrested for assault on a peace officer. That sounds pretty base, but looking at her face, I think she's computer generated. Like her face looks like she has a filter and looks like she's trying to go 3D or 4D, but at yeah. the same time, you know, you don't have filters no, I mean, on mugshots. It's really weird. I think she's trying to make her jaw pop out like what, like when models do it. Yeah, yeah, she's just got just got too much hard contrast from the from the lighting. I mean, she still looks good though, but but the makeup's just like throwing me off, man. I it was rendered on an Xbox 360. Not yeah. sure what she looks like, so I'll pass. Hey. Is that it? Most everybody passing. I'm gonna pass. Uh, she got that spike nose, and that doesn't. I'll smash, but you. carefully. <laughs> That's <laughs> all I was gonna say. I was like, I got that nose. sharp nose. It's scary. Yeah. I can't. 
I can't tell if, tell if that jaw clench is from like maybe some some coke or some methamphetamine or if she's just that angry. Mm. Smash. Okay, what's right. Fenton have to say? Hmm. There are many factors I will need to take in, but I think the most glaring one is that she is a he. It's a man. Oh. I can see through her disguise. No mystery here, Sherlock Holmes. I choose Smash. What? I told you all, I'm as gay as Liberace and Elton John fucking in stilettos on a pink Tesla. So gay I was denied a narration role in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I sing Ram Ranch and Lady Gaga while on my B-Day. You know, not any, By the way, Beard Juice, I'll past. see you at karaoke later for some chair duets. Damn straight you will. Bitches. All right. I think that ends our segment. <laughs> and I'm going to have to grab Captain Jivia because he's snoring right now. Hear that? Maybe next, maybe next episode we can hear his paranormal story. <laughs> it's unfortunate. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm gonna disconnect him. I can't wait to play, you know, do some karaoke. <laughs> like, uh, looking forward to it because I know, you know, just so you're in on it, we like to do duet uh, Tony and Dawn. I don't know if you're familiar. No. Oh, really? You're not a Tony Orlando fan? I don't know who he is. Yeah. What? I'm lost. What I don't know how to play off that times on the ceiling. Okay, I've heard that one in New Jersey. That's the big one. Uh, we got a bunch of fans of Ram Ranch in the chat. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay, uh, Those on, guys watched it together. On the I'd current, like to know. On the current hey, uh, events. Uh... Hey, Klaus. Um, I got a DM from some of the viewers that uh, the voice volume in the stream is kind of quiet. Oh. Okay, the uh, Doge from Italy says he's going to tag in for Chiggy. Oh, okay. Oh. All right, when you jump in, Doge, you got to let us know how many of them you would smash. Just uh, right off the All bat. All right, there he is. Here's our here's Paisan. What's going on, fellas? Hey, hey you bring that? the Gabagool. Hey, it's a gabagool over here. Let's go. All right. So, so on the current events, uh, a 46-year-old bank executive took his own life to his family, struggling to comprehend what driven him to take such drastic action. Greg Based? Beckett from uh, Bridgeport, New Jersey, had been working at the headquarters of Wells Fargo in Wellington, Delaware, when he jumped from an office boardroom on the 14th floor in January this year. In fact, he left a suicide note, nor showed any signs of distress in the days, weeks, and months ahead of his death worsened the agony for friends, family, and co-workers. He had been responsible for Wells Fargo's internal controls aimed at safeguarding the bank from risk, but his workload steadily increased, leading to longer hours and increased stress. His job appeared to be all-consuming with long days, meetings running as late as 8, 11 p.m. So on the night of his death, he abruptly stopped responding to text messages and phone calls from his loved ones. Sudden death made little sense to his loved ones in life outside of work seemingly going well. So when his family became concerned, his brother and sister-in-law, thinking he might be involved in a car accident, went to his office to search for his vehicle, only to find the parking lot blocked by police. His sudden death made little sense to his loved ones in life outside of work seemingly going well. So had he recently moved in with his girlfriend, Giovanna Muraca, and her daughters. 
devoted Philadelphia Eagles fan, the team had been performing well. Greg had gone to several games, tailgating with friends before the game. So speaking of banking mishaps, you can show your support to the podcast by purchasing some swag on TeePublic forward slash Atomic Shaman Trading Post. Or if you make a donation to buymeacoffee.com forward slash Atomic Shaman or streamlabs.com forward slash Atomic Shaman Sweat Lodge 1 forward slash chip. And we got those pinned in the comment section if you're looking for those links. Let's go. The U.S. House of Representatives is set to vote on leadership challenge to uh, Speaker Kevin McCarthy, which could potentially result in Congress being thrown into chaos. If successful, this would be the first time in U.S. history that a House lawmaker voted out their leader. His hold on power is threatened by a few. It's five Republican defections. Should all Democrats vote against him? Well, Matt Gates did his thing. He was taunting him to bring it, and it was brought. So, uh... Was. There's there's a thing going on now that there's an idea being pitched that Trump will be made Speaker of the House, which could put Trump back in the presidential office if Biden and Kamala get removed from office. Oh. But it doesn't look like, I mean, I don't know if Trump made his case or if they're going to vote to get him on, but it's looking like they're voting for a deep stater that's all about supporting Ukraine and Israel. So we'll just yes, have to see f- what happens, man. It's some five D chess bullshit that I don't buy into. Same. Wrong. Yeah. So the Biden FBI has quietly created a new category for extremists, which seeks to track and counter Donald Trump's army of MAGA followers ahead of the twenty twenty four election, according to the prolific and well connected anti war generalist political commander William Atkins. So who had previously reported the FBI's efforts to fight MAGA terrorism. So in Wednesday Newsweek article, he revealed the vast majority of FBI investigations into anti-government activities are Trump supporters. The FBI's almost an impossible position, the current FBI official told Arkin, who added the agency statement that it's intent on stopping a repeat of the January 6th type incidents, which was riddled with feds, while balancing the constitutional right of Americans to protest the government, especially at a time when the White House is facing congressional Republican opposition claiming that the Biden administration has weaponized the Bureau against the right wing, and it has to thread very carefully. So, against the government, shall we take arms? <laughs> so when you Please. create a stupid system, don't be surprised when people exploit it. And that's exactly what happened over the weekend when a conference for women in tech yeah. was swarmed by men who registered under the guise of non-binary. The Grace Hopper Ah. Celebration, it was an annual conference and career fair designed to bring the research and career interest of women into computing out to the forefront. But this year, droves of men descended on the Orlando event with resumes in hand. Some reportedly even cut lines and shoved women out of the way to submit those resumes to potential employers. A product Ah. designer named Lily Lee said the men didn't even attend the panels and seminars. Rather, They just bolted straight for the job fair in her TikTok video. She read comments of women who claimed that they were bothered, harassed, and even hit on by some of these male participants. Grace Hopper oh God. event organizers addressed men at the conference. Anita V, the nonprofit uh, that runs the conference, said on LinkedIn that an increase in participation of self-identifying males at this year's event. The nonprofit noted it cannot ban men from attending because federal non-discrimination protections. And it got so bad that the organization's chief impact officer stood up at the conference to explain that some registrants lied about their gender identity and that men were taking up space and time the recruiters that should go to women. Damn. You know yeah. what? I think this is a whole giant psyop to uh, repeal the 19th secretly. Um, Maybe. 
This is very powerful, if so. In fact, if this is the case, I fully support it. This is like the oh. mode chat thing that people have done, you know, to attack this gender identity bullshit. The only way to get women out of politics is to pretend to be a woman, but actually be a man. This is true. I mean, I, all I, I can tell you is it's an awesome opportunity to get free work that's high quality done for you. I got all my articles done from November just because yeah. I had men show up at my booth at the conference. Nice. Fuck yeah. Uh, there is no source. I just came up with that on the fly, Grinch. Sorry. <laughs> I do have a clip from the conference. Let me let me play it. I identify as a boy when I'm getting fucked, and a girl when I'm the one fucking. My dick goes inside out, so it changes. I'm black on the inside, but I'm a boy. I like getting my out. You know what I'm saying, bro? I'm sexually attracted to the I thought of being eaten alive. I know this sounds like a joke, but I'm being serious. I'm a macrophile, warophile, and I jack off almost every night to the thought of giantess women shoving me up her ass to dip me in her sauce and then throwing my body in a giant mouth. This isn't a joke. I'm sexually suicidal and I jack off to death. The doctors say I have a disease. But I find that really fucking hard to believe. Someone <laughs> hire this reference. man. Well, that reference. Now that is awesome. That is powerful. <laughs> Brave and stunning. So, uh, yeah. Kat Von D is undergoing a spiritual transformation. The renowned tattoo artist, TV oh, personality, yeah. and makeup mogul is embracing Christianity and sharing her journey through social media. This week, Kat Von D has opened up about a recent baptism on her Instagram account with 9 million followers. Her spiritual transformation has been a long time coming. In July 2022, she posted on Instagram that she was moving away from dabbling in occult practices, witchcraft, and tarot. So she was quoted as saying, I've always found beauty in the macabre, she wrote. But at this point, I just have to ask myself my relationship with this content. So the truth is, she doesn't want to invite these things into her family's life. And if it comes disguised in beautiful covers, collecting dust on her shelves. So, that, yes, they said she reportedly set fire to all her, like, books from the occult and witchcraft. Hey, you know what? You know what? God bless. Unless she converted to uh, something like Protestant, then she's still a Satanist. But uh, if she converted to a Catholicism, God bless you. Or Eastern, or, well, Eastern she, Orthodox, she she's still good. She hasn't been relevant in 10 years, so I'm kind of wondering if this is just a publicity stunt. Yeah. It could be. It is very possible. However, I, I do want to kind of give the benefit of the doubt here. Um, At least that is my hope. That being said, you're right. It could be a publicity stunt for sure. One can only I mean, hope that's... that she's seen all the base memes that we've been posting. Hell yeah. She converted because of us. <laughs> that's an example. <laughs> if that's to get clout or otherwise become relevant again that's a really expensive way of doing it because i know occult stuff thanks to some family members and uh that shit's expensive so that was, that's like thousands yeah, the jews charge a lot for their fucking books man it's like oh my god and not only that crystals oh my god the crystals <laughs> the jo crystals as we called them the right. jo crystals fuck yeah yep. i mean goat blood is going for you know what Twenty, thirty dollars a pint. I mean, of course, it's going to be expensive. Bro, just go to your local goat market. It's not that. Ex it can't be that expensive. Local goat. Local Afghanistan. What the? <laughs> so, moving on to our main topic at hand, we've got some paranormal stories. Uh, let's go with Mella Melinda. Let's hear about your paranormal encounter. Right. Drunk. Okay. There she is. So you're music. So, it is 1995 in Chicago, Illinois. I currently still live here. Um, the house that my grandmother and my uncles 
purchase still stands on 34th and um, Archer. So it's closer to the McKinley Park area, Bridgeport, if you will. And will. you will. So this house must have been something else beforehand. I feel like it might have been a mortuary simply because the basement was kind of dingy and I feel like the purpose was for disposing of things. It wasn't too well maintained, but there was a lot of drainages. So the upstairs and the second floor were a little bit more furbished and established for home. And my grandmother and I and my family lived upstairs, whereas my uncle and my cousins lived downstairs. The energy from upstairs to downstairs was significant because it wasn't as harmful upstairs as it was downstairs. Downstairs, my cousins had um, just about like everything. They had um, a TV set, a surround sound of stereo, and some of the best toys, which will come into contact with the story because they would travel to Mexico often, in which case they would have us stay the night or a couple nights in the house so that there wouldn't be any kind of burglary or robin. And the night that my mother and my older brother and I stood, my father was working the night, the night shift, so he was not around. We were um, sleeping in my cousin's room, which was cluttered with dolls, because she was into the American doll collection, oh, which yeah, was, yeah. yeah, big. There's so many dolls to collect. Oh, yeah. And yeah. My also, sister had a few. Yay, those are great. Sure, the books were good sister. Too. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you stop now. You're like, they're collectibles? <laughs> uh, no, they're action figures. Thank you. you. The only dolls I collect are Warhammer 40k. Thank you. Don't don't slander me. <laughs> Amazing. So everything seemed to be normal to us because we, um, we were raised Jehovah's Witness, so right away we were told Oof. to just yeah, she knows where we all live. <laughs> I absolutely knocked on all your doors when I was little. Of course I did. Um, so when we were going to sleep, we turned off all the lights and immediately shit started going down, by which I meant it sounded like somebody was looking for a specific dish in the kitchen but couldn't find it. And when we tried to get up to see who it was, my mother kept insisting that we were the only ones there, so to just stay in bed. So we were just now cluttered and scared. And then the dolls started going off and in the room. And my brother and I started crying because we couldn't believe that shit was actually happening. Oh my and God. my mother starts praying out loud. <laughs> my Holy. mother prays out loud, which seems to help because, you know, faith and whatnot. <laughs> okay. Holy but, fuck. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, more so for the people that actually have to be there 24 seven, like my cousins, um, my yeah. cousin would constantly have his um, sheets pulled off him like paranormal activity style. Oh. He would have his feet pulled and my brother and I would joke, yeah, right. They'd probably swing you around for your feet. <laughs> so, so speaking of the feet thing, oh, that's God. how my great grandparents used to wake us. The kids up was they would pop your toes and pull on them to wake you up in the morning for church. What the fuck? So, so that could have been like someone who had a similar like tradition. It could have been like a grand grandparents ghost doing that to the kid. Yeah, yeah. I say that's not unusual. Yeah. Mm, Good that's Lord. weird. That's weird. 
Man, I wish I was woken <laughs> up like that. My dad would just load his twenty two pistol with blanks and fire it into the room. <laughs> I was just so gonna no, yell that. No. <laughs> no violence. So the dolls hey, get were... the fuck up! You're late for school. The dolls were uh, battery operated. The dolls were battery operated, but no one was turning them on and no one was switching them on. And my hmm. mother put them underneath the bed to hide them away from us. Funny, right? That's <laughs> the worst place to hide them. Oh, under the bed. That's the worst place you could put them. That's she the creepiest. She was afraid the closet door would open. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, they were going off underneath the bed, and we were just crying. And I believe we cried ourselves to sleep because the next morning we just got up and left upstairs. <laughs> and we slept upstairs. <laughs> oh, my oh God. God. Like, it was just so horrific being there because even when you were alone, you just felt like something was like, I don't know. Like if you're around someone that's annoying, you feel like they're just going to say something to annoy you. And that's the energy that was in that house. Like something was about mm. to bother you. You couldn't be just chilling. Yeah. Your annoying cousins, like the presence <laughs> of like. <laughs> <laughs> so my little cousins were constantly pissed to bed because they said that there was a man in the bathroom waiting for them every time they would go there. But there was no man. Oh, and I just, yeah, right. it's like, yeah, your poor souls. <laughs> and they slept in a bunk, Maybe. like, bunk bed, so yikes. <laughs> oh, no. It's the hat man. Uh, yeah, probably. probably what? The hat man. These kids are going to need a bucket. <laughs> I, can, I can get you a bucket. Don't worry about that. I don't think a bucket would work in a bunk bed. <laughs> no, well, it works for the kid There's on top. They just bring it down. Yeah, it works for the kid on top. I feel bad for the kid at the bottom, though. He's getting fucking full blasted. No, that, that's, no, that, he's the catcher. He has to, he has to catch everything. Oh, in the bucket. Good luck. Oh. Of course, my mother blamed this um, paranormal activity on my cousin's extensive R.L. Stein collection of goosebumps. Yes. <laughs> I know, I know. Like oh, what? No. <laughs> uh, uh, those were what are you gonna do? <laughs> At least she didn't blame it on the Pokemon card collection. Yeah, and the Harry <laughs> Potter books in the corner. No, no one was interested in that nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's where we crossed the line. <laughs> My best friend wasn't allowed having Yu-Gi-Oh cards because she her his mother thought they were works of the devil. Wow. Well, a little bit, but yeah. But I mean, it did have Egyptian stuff and like one eyed things. And the dark magician. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. God yeah. cards? <laughs> yeah. uh, Heathen King in the chat says interesting how paranormal, how the paranormal uses electronics like that. I don't think anybody has any answers for that. It's just boomers trying to figure out technology and then it gets mistaken for haunting. Oh, it's like that one video. It's like that one video where, what was it? It was the dancing skeleton and battery was dying and they're like, what do you want? And it just keeps dancing randomly. Well, I know they use this, what those electronic voice phenomenon? Have you heard of that? Yep. So it's where someone gets a tape recorder and they sit up recording in a quiet room and somehow like these voices will appear recorded on the recording. If there's anything paranormal. I tried that one that's just me breaking into their home. So, so if you're like suspect <laughs> of having something in your room and you don't know if your house, it's like that's a thing to test is record yeah. something on tape to see if you pick up any sounds or voices. 
Um, there's like uh, another just... um, spectrograph that those uh, paranormal investigators use. So they actually use like some kind of electronic spectrograph to pick up if they're picking up readings on that. But I don't know how expensive that shit is. Very. Yeah, I'm not fucking wasting like money on over that. Over a thousand to two thousand dollars. And then they use a spirit box oh, app, no. which I don't even know how legit no. a spirit spot app would be to use on your phone to see if there's a voice. It's, I gotta fucking pay rent. I can't afford a two thousand dollar fucking bullshit device. Especially if it's they're just gonna find out Doge from New Jersey just drank came in to drink all their whiskey. Yeah, it came and drink all their whiskey That's and it. fucking steal all their gabagool. That's literally all they they'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> so is that is that for the the rest of your story, or do you have more? Melinda. It is a gist of that story. Um, the people that have moved into that house currently, um, my older brother has contact with them, and they say that there is still, in fact, negative energy in that house, so I don't think it's ever going to be cleansed. Oh, shit. Oh. Okay. Not by John. Yeah, not by <laughs> maybe you should, uh, Maybe you should call a Catholic priest and maybe you get some... Call me. I'll sort them out. Seems pretty real. Yeah, well. uh, go. I'll get some of the goombas, we'll get together, we'll fucking take care of this little ghost problem. No, he's right, you're gonna need a priest to chase that out of there, especially considering where it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially so if it had that much yeah. energy. You guys have that thing where the street was higher than the building and you could walk under the sidewalk? Oh, hell oh, no. You're talking about in Chicago where they raised uh, the sidewalk up? Well, yeah, but see, in Bridgeport in particular, a lot of the buildings didn't get raised up along with the street. So some of them, you have like the garden apartments and there was like doors you could walk under the sidewalks and stuff. And kids would literally go missing from that crap and they'd find them in like the quarry and stuff over by McGrain Park. Oh, God. God You're talking like Bridgeport, uh, Connecticut? Bridgeport, Chicago. 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 <laughs> okay. Oh, we do not have an accent. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Harbinger Loki, uh, you've got a story to tell us. Let's hear about it. Oh, uh, yeah. So, well. Can you get closer to your mic? You sound a little muted. So, yeah, yeah. um. Oh, I'm sorry. That's all good. Oh, that's better. Is Much that better. better? Yeah. Oh, that's oh, a lot better. better. Oh, yeah. Okay. Gain adjustment. So, um, when I was in, when I, when I was like 19 and I started dating my husband, um, I mean, I was always into ghost stories and stuff like that, but I didn't know about Bachelor's Grove until then. And we went. And we went in the daytime. Um, we never Grove? seen orbs or in Bachelor's Grove is a cemetery off the Midlothian Turnpike. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a pond. If you look it up, it's in Illinois. It's a. It's in Illinois, just outside of Chicago. Um, okay. It's where all the goth kids so... have sex. <laughs> well. <laughs> Yeah, there was that, too. Like, people would, like, gather there to do all kinds of crazy crap. And then on top of it, but they shut it down after a while, and they set it up so that you couldn't, like, drive in anymore. You had to walk, and the walk was a good, what, two miles? Or you had to go through the Bigfoot Trail. Yeah. Nah, fuck that. 
This is why we can't have but... big glossy mommies in Chicago. Yeah. And I'm not saying fuck that to the haunted shit. I'm saying fuck that because I'm a fat fuck from New Jersey. I'm not walking two miles. <laughs> Half a mile. Take it or leave it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a fat chub from Chicago and I walk <laughs> at least two to three miles. My kid's school is about a mile and a half away. And I was, it all, was it uphill both ways? Yeah, in the <laughs> snow. <laughs> Listen, I don't got... walk in the snow. My husband will drive us in the snow because I'm not braving that. I'm sorry. I'm if too, it helps, coach, we old. have like scooters everywhere, so you could just take those down, uh, you know, two miles. Yeah. Well, I don't live in the city anymore, so it's not like I have public transportation readily available. Now I live out in the sticks. I'm surrounded by cornfields and nothing, and I love it. Nice. Yeah. Well, anyway, now that I know so, what that place is, yeah. Better than fucking Chirac. Oh, we're just full of dead people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so go on, uh, Harvey. It's yeah, not yeah. all is they. It's not all bad as they make it out to be. Um, there's pockets where you don't get bothered. Um. Okay. So, Bachelor's Grove was um was like a settlement, and it was basically a um like a a, a lumber grove. And they had a cemetery there. And um, the cemetery is basically rumored. There's a bunch of different things. It's There's all kinds of rumors that fly about it. They said that the pond was like a body dump. And, um, you know, kids would go there. And they'd sit there and they'd do a bunch of occult crap. And you get, like, weird paranormal people going in there. And they go in there at night and see orbs and... Like, during Halloween and stuff like that, it would get vandalized, so the city went in and they basically blocked it off so you couldn't, like, pull your car through. Because there was, like, a small, near old-school, narrow, paved road. Like, And I'm talking about this road would fit a uh, Model A, and that's about it. Oh, wow. Okay. So you could probably get, like... So you could probably get, like, a Honda... A '94 Honda Civic through there, but nothing else. Mm. It was it was small, but it they turned it became more of a hiking biking path. And my experience, and I went there. It was broad daylight. The first time we went, going into the cemetery, I got sick, oh. like dizzy, nauseous, oh. and it did not let up until we left. The second time, it was the same thing, except I was constantly tripping like someone was pushing me, and I seen a house. And I told my husband, I was like, we should go. I mean, we were engaged at the time, but um, I told him, I was like, let's go check out that old house. That's a cool-looking farmhouse. And he kept telling me no, and I couldn't understand why. And when we got back, we swung by my now mother-in-law's. And I said that we seen the cool house and she told me a pretty creepy story about it. And she said that you don't, you'll never get to the house because it'll just disappear on you. 
I was like, no, you're joking, right? Because that thing was pretty solid. It just looked like a cool farmhouse that was abandoned. She's like, yeah, no, that don't exist. <laughs> so it, like, freaked me out. Oh, but fuck. that wasn't the first time I seen stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so... Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of interesting and creepy crap where I live. <laughs> yeah, somebody in the chat, where is it, uh, said that Chicago's a giant cemetery. King of all yetis, yeah. That is true. Yeah. Oh, Technically, <laughs> oh it, it's... Oh, it's messed up. Okay, uh, Meme Alchemist, what's your story? Is he still here? All right. I'm still uh, here. Think... All right. So, uh, let's start out here. So, I grew up in the icy north of Minnesota. And uh, I had interesting pastimes. But uh, most of it was to do with outdoors. I've always been a big outdoorsman. So, I was also a uh, the typical medieval fan autist. So... I love going outside with my swords and armor and dark clothing in order to sneak around. It was a particular pastime to go out during the night. And I had my brother, who was also into the same thing. So we would go out late at night, stalk around, get a feel for the land. And uh, one night it did not go so well. <laughs> Normally the main thing that we'd see at night... I mean, we ran into cougars one time, we ran into a possum, and then uh, destroyed it with a hatchet, etc., etc. And so there wasn't... The type of cougar I'm thinking of. Oh, no, no, no. Ah, the ones that ah. want to maim you. <laughs> the ones that want to maim you. Did what to a possum? Yeah. Oh, yeah, so... Uh, we uh, tell possum page. Possum I'm so sorry, call possum call a dad page. that's hitting on you instead of a, a mom? <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, we were good at throwing hatchets, so we ended up instantly splitting it in twine, but that's to the side of the point. Um, so we had never really run into anything particularly spooky at night. Um, but one night we were actually headed out, and we were fo just following our road. Now, for some context here, uh, the local area, we aren't sure to this day what type of cultists they were. But we knew that there were cultists that would meet up in this, like, low depression area that is nearby, about, I'd say, half a mile from where we were walking. Um, they'd have animal bones, and we'd find dead animals constantly. It was kind of wacky. So, but this night, we weren't sure if they were there. We never really confirmed if we were th and if they were there that night. But what we heard was, as we were walking along... Suddenly, all and this sounds cliche, but I didn't, I was not a uh, Denzian of 4chan or even following this kind of topic until I was much, much older. Uh, everything went quiet, the wind stopped, no crickets, which is insane to hear nothing in the middle of the summer because our sh summers are short, so insects are everywhere. There wasn't a single thing moving, and a bell toll came out like, not just a small bell like a church bell but it didn't do the ding ding you know you'd normally hear it do with the uh swing back it was just a single large bell chime and we paused we we're like we looked at each other and we 
verbally were like, there's not a church within 14 miles of us. And we lo- and this was to the south, which was actually past where the cultists would meet up. And it sounded like it was about anywhere four to six miles to the south. So you could hear it ringing off in the distance, but the fact it was hitting the entire zone we were in, it was fairly flat, but for it to reach that well and that clearly was really bizarre. And so we were automatically on edge. And then another toll after we had conversed a little bit and gone like, well, there's no churches here. Where did that come from? Do you think it's from something? And then all of a sudden a second toll came out. Both of us immediately went on high high alert because now it's not just, oh, we heard something weird. And so we're both now looking at each other scared. And then a third toll happens and everything, a sudden gloom for the entire zone. We felt like death was on us. Both of us immediately gra- like grabbed our swords and pulled them out like they would somewhat help. Um, and the chimes were a little weird in that it sounded dampened like it was in a pit instead of the flat farmlands we were in. Um, so we both immediately drew our blades and hit my brother said back to back and I was like back to back. And so we literally went shoulder to shoulder and walked like that carefully on the sidestepping, keeping an eye out to the edge of the forest. There were two forests nearby. One was the lower area, and then there was a pine uh, a pine stretch off our east. And we carefully walked all the way back for about 200 yards until we got far enough to where we had our clear straightaway back home, and then we just booked it as fast as we could. Um, like... It, we were we were roadie running as fast as oh, we could. Oh yeah, we were, we were like, out of there. We were out of there. We were like, as soon as we felt that, and the weirdest thing was, we got about, uh, we got about, I'd say, an eighth of a mile away from our house, and then all of a sudden, sound started coming back. The wind picked back up. Like, just having all those things in sequence, we were absolutely terrified. Even though we were very confident in our skills Uh, we had been avid hunters we were about 16 at the time we were avid hunters very used to fighting with blades we'd actually fight each other and friends in uh we had a medieval reenactment club for uh sword arts so we actually got very good at our trade so if it was something normal we would have been a-okay but in that case uh we didn't know what the hell that was yeah. Years we nothing. Yeah, we had been out there for three years, and nothing like this had happened. Um, we had tromped through every single square inch of that entire sector for like seven miles out from our our house, and nothing like this had ever happened, and never happened again. And to this day, I still can't get a straight answer from any spiritualists or ri- anyone who knows ritual. The best answer I could get is that. Uh, bell chimes are meant for summoning rituals in that uh, one chime is to call, one chime is to like basically get them to calm the fuck down and talk. And, but they didn't know what the third chime would even indicate other than like maybe something's going wrong with it. Um, but it didn't sound like the bells had come from that lower area. It sounded like it came just from what is a vacant field for like three miles of just flatlands. So, that was bizarre. Do you think the the wind was what carried the sound? 
no, so that's what was so weird is that the sound died entirely. Um, during the summer, it's there are days where we'll have no wind, but that night when we had gone out, there was about, I'd say a three, four knot wind from the uh, from the west, which is pretty normal for our area, and then it just died out for like, what was that, about six to eight minutes until we finally got back out of that like area over to our house, which is a little bit different in its topography. But there's nothing out there. It's it's a flatland, so the wind carries very consistently. And so we didn't have any, we to this day really don't have any definitive answer for what happened. Okay. Bucket. Yeah. Maybe you maybe you faced a, a level five necromancer and you failed your wisdom saving throw. This is a bunch of Protestants. Feared, feared status. <laughs> All right, then. Uh, Bucket, what's your story that you have to share? So, I'm sure everyone here is probably familiar with uh, Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. driven past there. It's yeah, beautiful. Uh, I love going there. Yeah, uh, bloodiest battle of the Civil War, all that. So, this was... I want to say about well it was back when i was living at home so probably five years ago at this point maybe six <clears throat> um me my father and my mother uh all went on a uh just a weekend trip down to gettysburg and we decided to go on um one of their guided ghost tours um <laughs> now believe now I truly didn't think that we would experience anything. I thought it was extremely gimmicky, um, but it was something to do. So I just went along with it. And at the time I was kind of like a uh, half skeptic, half like interested, but like, you know, um, and during that trip, I had an experience. My mother had an experience and my father had an experience. <laughs> so, they had um, all the, the the ghost hunting equipment and stuff. Um, so to just, you know, kind of ra rapid fire off through. Um, we were down in a gully and I was hanging out with my mom and she had the this. Uh, it's like a spirit box, except it shows you the words. And basically, uh, words came up that indicated that the soldiers might have been flirting with my mom. No oh, shit. So, so we got my mom. Ghosts? Yeah. So my mom is like, she's five foot nothing, <laughs> and she has the stereotypical uh, mom ass all right i'm just gonna be blunt with it you know what uh, sex sells <laughs> and she's like you know i'm not really doing anything i'm just kind of hanging and she's like asking all these questions and she gets um uh, all of a sudden she gets farmer and then she gets tub and then she gets big and then she gets rump all all within like 15 seconds on this box and I look at my mom and I'm like 
what what does that even mean and she's like she's like i don't know and then it goes uh it runs through and it says big rump tub and i look at my mom i'm like I think they're calling your ass too fat to fit in the tub. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Getting roasted. Oh my god. And uh, then everything kind of just died off and she didn't get any more activity out of that. Um, And then we moved to a different spot where we were in a a tree line because um, you're actually not allowed to go onto the battlefields in Gettysburg with ghost hunting equipment, it's a five hundred dollar fine automatically if you get onto the battlefield. Holy so we had fly. to stay, yeah. So we had to stay in the tree line. Um, but I was with my dad, and he had this little. Um, uh, it's like a, it looks like a ping pong ball, but if you touch it, it lights up. So he sets it down, he turns it on, and my dad he dips tobacco, and <clears throat> he was like, "Hey." If there's anyone here, if you can touch this ball, I'll give you some tobacco. And we kind of sit there like five or so minutes, I would say. And all of a sudden, the light, the, the ball lights up. So he takes a little bit of snuff out of his can and puts it on the ground. He's like, thank you. If you do it again, I'll give you some more. I'll give you more. And then it lights up again immediately. So he puts he, he, more snuff. He somehow on the knew that spirits always react to tobacco off of them. Well, I mean, you know, these Makes guys, these, these are old soldiers. I mean, they didn't yeah. have. Uh, they didn't have they vape didn't pens have, back then. Well, they yeah. didn't have <laughs> access to tobacco readily because, you know, they're fighting all the time. They don't have access to whiskey or alcohol or anything like that. So any kind of creature comfort that they would get, they would jump on. So. <sighs> And he he repeated this two or three times where he would offer, you know, snuff to these soldiers if they could touch the ball and make it light up. And he probably put half a can of dip on the ground before he's like, all right, I can't keep giving y'all my snuff because I'm going to run out. (laughs) (laughs) And then finally, um, my experience, there was no... um, no equipment involved whatsoever. So we went to the, I think it was, I believe it's called the Eisenhower House, which is in town Gettysburg. And um, we were just uh, hanging out in the bottom, listening, or hanging out in the basement, sorry, listening to a presentation about um, a nurse who would take care of dying soldiers. It was basically. The field hospital morgue, uh, basic, basically dead people storage. Yeah. Um, so they had on the front wall, they had all these flowers and everything. And they explained that, you know, they would keep a bunch of flowers in there to keep the smell down from, you know, dead Uh, bodies and, and, and sucking wounds and everything like that. And, you know, gangrene was a big issue. Um, so we're all just kind of sitting and they have like these, all these pews set up down in the basement and we're listening to this, uh, presentation go on and and the guy's talking about, you know, how people who are sick that would have the, come into this presentation would often have experiences with this nurse spirit. And, um, 
at the time, I just had a mild, like, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't even say it was, I think it was just allergies because it was middle of fall. Had the sniffles. Know? Just, just a little, just a little, you know, just yeah. not much, not, nothing I would even take an allergy pill for. Yeah. A little congested, and, but. Yeah. yeah, that's it, really. Um, And I was sitting beside my mom and, you know, all of a sudden my nose just clears up instantly. Mm. I can breathe wide open and I just get this overwhelming scent of lavender. Like specifically lavender flower, and I look at my mom I'm like, "Are you wearing like a lavender perfume or anything like that?" And she's like, "No, I don't wear perfume." And I was like, "Do you smell lavender?" And she's like, "No," and because my mom, she has a nose that can sniff out just about anything, so I'm like, "Okay, I must just be like losing it." So, you know the the presentation goes on and this, this scent of lavender just keeps permeating in my nose. And I'm just like, I cannot get this smell out. And, you know, the presentation ends and I'm like, it has to be those flowers at the front of the, at the front of the, uh, the room. I'm like, that's the only explanation I got. Like it, they just, there's so many of them. They just must be like, you know, just overwhelmingly strong scented. So my dad, he can talk. He could talk to a brick and make it talk back. So anytime he yeah. gets the chance, he'll talk to anybody he can. So he goes up and talks to the uh, to the present to the presenter, and this was our last stop on the uh, on the ghost tour. And you know, I'm just kind of hanging out, you know, and. I'm still getting this, these whiffs. It's not so strong anymore, but it's just catching whiffs of this lavender floral scent. And I was like, all right, I got to know, like, I, I stick my face in the flowers and I don't get anything. I'm like, that's okay. That's weird. Then I touch the flowers and I realize they're all plastic. Every, every okay. flower on that front wall was fake flowers and my my blood just turned cold and I'm just like holy shit I just, <laughs> I just had a fucking experience yeah and I asked the uh, the presenter about it and he's like yeah she was uh, she was trying to make you feel better I guess because that's uh, that's that's pretty much par for the course for every experience that we've had down here and I'm like well, shit. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. And that was uh, that was about that. I haven't been to Gettysburg since, and I I really want to go back, but wow. uh, I I don't live in the area anymore, so getting there is kind of hard. Yeah. Um, I've never been, but it sounds cool. Gettysburg is yeah, awesome. I mean, even if you don't go for the uh, for any like the ghost tours or anything. It's uh, it's definitely a, it's definitely a cool experience because it's a lot of history there. Yeah, oh, that's great. Bird Valley would be amazing. Yeah, that's, that's how it's going. Somebody explain why, why like EMF readers are illegal in Gettysburg. Uh, um, probably to prevent desecration from people going on the battlefield and trying to dig shit up or whatever. I was wondering yeah. if those unexploded oh. ordnance kind of thing. Yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, it is essentially a mass grave. Yeah, and. Uh, 
just they just don't want a bunch of trespassing on the fields. Yeah, have some reverence and respect, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when did this happen? That that clown ass from Ghost Hunters went. Um. Honestly, money can probably buy just about anything. So. True. They probably yeah. had a deal with the. Uh, with the city of Gettysburg, and they're like, they probably they got probably a permit or some shit. Yeah, yeah they, probably slid them a, they probably slid them enough fuck off money to, that they could do it. Well, yeah. and tourism is their major trade over there, so that it would only yeah. benefit them to have more stories about it. Yeah, they also stick to like very specific parts. They don't like trot all over everywhere. <laughs> okay, okay. So there's ways. It's just not allowed. Like, they yeah. don't want you to do it. <laughs> they don't yeah. want you to do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there were a bunch of comments about uh, your mom seems to be really popular in the chat. Uh, someone said Pixar ass. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. They're uh, not they can't think of a rump that big. Yeah. People yeah. oh, start probably start memeing if you see, like, memes about Sorry. your mom on Facebook. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Watch the show. No, yeah. <laughs> So, Dodge uh, from New Jersey, do you have a paranormal experience you'd like to share? I actually have a very recent one. Um, because uh, I'm no longer jo- Doge from New Jersey. I am now Doge who lives in Colorado. Um, oh. Yeah, I made my move. Um, do you have to change your name now? A couple weeks ago. No, I'm still from New Jersey. Uh, I just am now in Colorado. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, take, actually, you can take the Doge out of Jersey, but you can't take the Jersey out of Doge. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, like so the the <laughs> the experience I had I actually had kind of a I would call it a paranormal experience, but I could call it like an SCP type fucking thing that's related to Gettysburg. If you let me do like a two story thing, uh, just, um, just one story at a time, so everybody gets their first chance. And yeah, then, and then we'll go to round so, two. So the the one that I recently had, <laughs> I just moved in to uh, Colorado up here, um, and I was I was like taking a shower, right? And uh, I got out of the shower and I looked at like the condensation on the mirror. This is like the dead middle of the night. This is like right after I moved in, and I saw like writing in the mirror, and like I didn't even read it at first. I I was just like fucking taken aback. I was like, oh, fuck, what the fuck? I started, like, looking around because I didn't even read the, the words. I just saw words appeared. Even though I had already taken showers beforehand. Um, and those words were not there. So I'm like, oh, what the fuck is going on? Um, and I immediately, like, I look at one of the lines. And the first line I read is, like, you need to go back. I'm like, oh, boy, okay. This is, I, I'm being haunted right now, aren't I? Um... And it was basically, I, I read the entire message. It's like, you can't be here. You have to go back. You must go back. And I'm like, I didn't really sleep too well that night. I don't know what the deal is with that shit, but that was, uh, that was pretty haunted. Apparently, Colorado is pretty fucking haunted. Um, the Stanley Hotel, which is what The Shining is based off of, is like... I was about to say, are you, you going to go there? I think there's a castle in Colorado, too. Yeah, well, the Stanley Hotel is like an hour away, from, not an hour. I would say like forty minutes away from where I am. It's in uh, Estes Park. Yeah, you know, I I passed by there. I visited it. Um, fucking nutty. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. 
Uh, I'm sure I took a ghost home after that because I only saw the words after I saw the hotel. Either that or some housekeeper is like, all right, motherfuckers, you're not going to tip me? All right. Oh, uh, dude, I don't have any housekeepers here. This is an apartment, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I have, like, a like a camera set up, so I, I know who comes in and out of my, like, my door. No one was in or out except me, so... <laughs> Well, that makes it a lot more creepy. Oh, dude, especially I'm, like, all on my onesies out here. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck me, dude. There, there's a ghost trying to suck my dick off. This is going to be bad. He's going to ectoplasm your walls. I'm sorry. Yeah, it looked like female handwriting, so I think I'm going to get some ghost pussy, which is kind of cool. Oh, my God, I'm going to ectoplasm. <laughs> I'm going to ectoplasm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna goop. <laughs> so, I think that was probably one of the old times I've genuinely been terrified. <laughs> all right, so we're gonna start story round two. Melinda, do you have a second story? Hmm. I believe it's gonna be the same house, but on Halloween. Okay. This time, my dad was off work. And we were downstairs kind of curious of the trick-or-treaters since we were not allowed to dress up or receive candy. We were just kind of observing through the window the trick-or-treaters come by. I know. Yeah, sad. So we were kind of delighted that my aunt was sitting by the stairs ready to open the door with a bowl of candy. And we're watching outside the window kids pass by, but none of them are coming to the house. And yet, out of nowhere, we hear the doorbell ring. And my aunt's all like, do you guys see the kids? And we're like, no, we don't see anybody. And she opens the door, and we don't see anybody there. And of course, there's a possibility of ringing the doorbell and running fast, but there was a gate, so you're going to hear the rusty gate open, or we're going to see the person ring the doorbell and just hide because we were looking right outside the window. And it keeps on ringing and my aunt keeps opening the door big mistake if all if we've all seen the scary movies you're like mm. <laughs> so <laughs> there's nobody there's nobody there and so she goes upstairs um i guess to do something else and we have a bowl of candy we're helping ourselves to some kit kat bars and then the lights from the hallway which we're sitting in start flickering and me and my brother just look at each other like oh shit it's inside the house it's happening right now. <laughs> <laughs> so we call our dad because we're scared. And then he comes out and he yells at the ghost, you know, you, how you yell at people like, hey, hey, stop it, ghost. You stop it now. And they're like, oh, no, they know. <laughs> <laughs> So it was it was kind of creepy because when that happened, um, the we were downstairs. So the apartment downstairs that we normally would take care of was empty because once again my cousins and my uncles were out, I guess, on vacation. And when the doorbell was ringing and no one was at the door, we heard someone inside the apartment that looked like they were like running from the door to like the back door. And when my dad opened the door, there was nobody there, but the lights were on. So, like, he had to check the apartment to see if anybody broke in and was kind of caught in the moment and left. 
but there was nobody there and all the doors were locked. So we were the only ones accessing the building. And so when we were accessing the building, the doorbell started ringing again and we went outside and there was no one there. So we're like, oh shit, being fucked with. And oh, it, it no. lasted all night, <laughs> but um, we, we went to bed. So we don't know what time it stopped happening, but the lights kept flicking on and off and my dad would tell him to stop and it would stop occasionally, but then it would keep going like, oh, we're not going to listen to you, old man. Yeah, it sounds like poltergeist <laughs> right there. Um, so it duck, was such, duck, yeah. duct tape fan number 27's got something to say in chat. He said that uh, he's seen a couple of 10 to 12 feet tall shadow figures with glowing orbs in their chest in the woods behind his parents' house. Now, it doesn't oh, you sound just like, took too much Benadryl. Well, that doesn't sound like typical shadow people because they don't have glowing orbs in their chest. So this, this I'm thinking maybe four spirits or something. It doesn't sound Destiny like shadow people or hat man. Uh, could be a... Could be a Wendigo. I don't think so. That no. would be like a rotting flesh creature. These uh, sound like spirits, not material. Yeah. Um, Harbringer, do you have another story? Um, when I was in high school, I worked for um, it was basically a newspaper, but it distributed papers to like all the schools in the city. And we had a thing that we were doing over at the Tribune building. And I was coming back south towards the Michigan Avenue Bridge. And I got lost. Yes, I get lost with maps sometimes. And when I go downtown, I got disoriented and couldn't figure out where I was. And I got lost. And I was coming across the street by the bridge and there was a guy standing there in a military uniform and I thought you know okay well maybe he's one of those theater people because the uniform wasn't a modern uniform so I asked him how I get back to the red line so I could get back home and like he didn't answer me he just kind of waved me off and then started walking away and the time of night it was, there wasn't a lot of people. And he just sort of faded off. And I went to turn the corner, and when I looked down, I saw the plaque for the fort. And it's like, and it's like, you get that realization, you get that cold chill up your spine. So I just kind of like, beelined it to the nearest to the nearest L and got the hell home. <laughs> oh god, yeah. Fuck. Reasonable. Nice. I mean, um, you know The guy's like, oh my god, you can see me. <laughs> I bet spotted. But, like Well that's the thing, and I think, like, now stuff just doesn't scare me like that anymore. Because of experiences like that. I'm just not afraid. Alright. Meme Alchemist, do you have another story for us? Sure. Um, how much time do we have? Because you got about 15 whether... minutes. Alright, then, uh, where can I post a photo? I've got a visual aid. Uh, 
Go ahead and drop it in the diner, and I'll try to download Sounds it real good. quick. All right. If we have enough time, can I say what story? Oh, yeah. I'll try and keep this one pretty concise. Uh, all right. I guess to fill in that our D-ball money uh, had something in the chat. My wife's sister passed away almost five years ago. She used to live in the house that we're in now. She is a... Hundred and ten percent haunted and moving stuff around the house. There's tons of activity when her kids visit. Woo! She's pissed off at her kids. Yeah, <laughs> she, doesn't, she doesn't get to discipline them. Some of you banged her sister. <laughs> uh, okay, so, so your image is on the screen now. Excellent. Okay, so babies. so I lived in a close proximity to this location, and I've marked out the important parts of this. So the because of the steep embankment, and by the way, it's on both sides. I didn't have time to throw it on the other side. Both of these have about a like 100, 140, 80 foot, dependent on the area, uh, slope to them. So this was actually a really deep channel. And then the traversable pads area, and you can see some of the more clear areas, is all field that is on the same uh, top topographical level. So. This area, you can actually kind of see the lines going north and south. Those were used by people with trucks in order to go mudding. Um, this was a lot of my basically backyard of just area to mess around in, put up stick forts, etc. as I discussed and uh, described last time. But this time, it was I was about 17 at the time, so it was a year after the previous incident. Um, there were some teenagers who decided to go down there, and that's our camp mark. Uh, and they were making an absolute ruckus. And at the time, I was actually doing college at 17 full-time, and they were disrupting my studies. Uh, so as long as they were there, I was not going to be making progress. So me being frustrated with them making a large noise, and it was headed towards the towards graduation season. So they were clearly seniors who had were about to uh, graduate. So I came down from that north steep embankment. I followed that channel down because I was very, I was good with the uh, people on the corner there, that little 90 degree turn. Um, I snuck past their property and then followed that channel down across towards the traversable paths from the north. And with me, I had a buck knife, a metal bar that was shaped into a boomerang. And then just my, I had a camouflage half cloak and some uh, ghillie suit hat, etc. And so I went down there to find out what the hell they were doing. Uh, I ended up going over by the thick brush, which is indicated there, and I noticed that they were, one, drinking, underage, and me being at the time a very Christian boy, um, was very irritated at this. And then as I was watching them, then uh, two of them started in front of the entire group uh, Dick was whipped out and inserted in the hole. And this it further infuriated me. Inserted in the hole? Inserted oh into God. the hole. Yep. So, uh, so I was, me being the good boy, was this is unacceptable in my swamp. Because this whole area is very swampy. So I was like, oh, my swamp, you're going to come down here and do this. Oh, so damn. I decided <laughs> it was time... Exactly. It was time to uh, sow some chaos. Uh, I started out very lightly. I grabbed, started grabbing rocks because this is obviously a riverbed area. 
grabbed some rocks and started chucking them or hitting trees that were very close to them. Yeah, Shrek moment, indeed. Um, started throwing rocks at trees. And they were kind of noticing, but they were pretty plastered, so they were just kind of, you know, like, ignoring it. Until I took a particularly large rock and then threw it straight into the fire. And, because they had a large bonfire. Obviously, this made embers pop free and then light up into the sky and then everyone started paying attention to the fire now well that allowed me to wrap around more towards their vehicles um oh no one's dick got burnt no mm -hmm. and it was actually the fire so act sad. that made the dick go back into the pants and some scariness and i want to preface this at this time i was not i, I think i mentioned it in prelude I was not into 4chan, I was not into these spooky stories, I had no idea what all this was. All I knew was about, because I actually come from a military family, uh, psychological warfare and reconnaissance. So, <laughs> my entire intent was to terrify the ever-loving shit out of them from then on. So, from there, I grabbed a stick and threw it past them over towards where the, uh, nor the camp um, traversable path and meets up with the one next to the river, I threw a stick over in that direction to get their attention. And it worked surprisingly well. So I got even closer. So I was actually almost up on their vehicles at this point, probably within 40 feet of them. But because of the dark, the, the trees in the area, and the brush, and my camouflage, there was no way in hell they were seeing me, much less when they were drunk as hell. Uh, I then grabbed one of their backpacks, and then snuck it over, and then threw it into their vehicle very loudly. And obviously they heard this, so then two of them went off in order to investigate. I wrapped back around them into the thick brush. Then that's where I took out the metal boomerang that I had. And when you throw those, uh, if they're not shaped correctly, they don't return. They just kind of make this whooping noise as they fly off. And if you throw it with the right curve, the backspin of it actually makes it kind of hover as it goes through the air. Well, I put my full force into lobbing it from the thick brush towards, like, pretty much a south southwesterly face uh, direction. And that just went straight over their heads about 20 feet in the air. And then they were all terrified. And so I was like, okay, good. I've got them right where I need them. This is perfect. So I pulled back from the thick brush over to that traversable path on the west side. And because of the steep embankments, everything echoes in that valley. And that's what kind of upset me because the, all their noise and racket was echoing. So um, I was a fan of Lord of the Rings at the time. And I kind of figured out that I can do a sound that is very similar to the ring rates. Um, very close. And with the echoing, I figured it would be just enough to get them out of my swamp. Uh, so, and I'm going to try and keep a little bit away from the microphone. Basically, all they heard was uh, this sound. Echoing across the entire valley. And I hung on to it about good almost 20 seconds. Everything went dead quiet for about five seconds after I had stopped. And then I heard them make a hasty retreat to grab everything they could and run to their vehicles and drive the hell out of there. And I was obviously very pleased with myself and just headed straight home. About a week later, I was good friends with a lot of people in the high school that was around there. Apparently, they said that it was haunted. Something tried to kill them. Nice. And 
uh, and that no one should go down there because, you know, maybe they're next. And uh, it eventually developed to where a month after, someone had apparently died. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. Wow. Swamp. No one had actually died, but they're like, oh, someone died down there. Yeah. They got the taken rumors start going. So somehow I ended up accidentally forming what is a modern day Wendigo story. Securely yeah. was a, uh, I was a Lord of the Rings enthusiast, uh, good boy. And there uh, you go. Terrorized <laughs> the hell out. You became your own urban legend. That I legitimately did. Epic. To yeah. this day, I'm kind of proud of that it. one. I always wanted to hear the point of view of the ghost and this is it. It was so easy. It was surprisingly easy. When they're all plastered, they have zero situational awareness. So it was actually ridiculously well. Uh, wow. It was ridiculously easy to deal with. Yeah, I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't know if the sound came over properly. It's no, no, we didn't hear you. It, it was just silence. Oh, it was yeah. like it might have been auto okay. or something. Yeah. It yeah. probably it, it, thought it was a background noise. But... Yeah, it got noise suppression. Yeah, basically <laughs> like that. That's pretty fucking cool what you mentioned about that. What's yeah, the I'm, radius that's supposed to be like correct so that it could actually go? <laughs> yeah. It ended up working out really well. And they couldn't go over to the river or anything, so their only route was one way out, which made it even better. <laughs> that one road leading out is the only way you can get a vehicle out of that area. All right, Johnny, let's hear your story real quick. It's It's short and sweet, and it's only one. Okay. I go. call it the ghost in the church. So when I was a kid, I was at church, and the, I guess the mass had already ended. So I went to the bathroom, and as I'm washing my hands, I turn around, and I look at the soap bottle that's right next to the sink. And it's like being pushed. Almost like, you know how cats like to push things little by little? Um, yeah, like dickheads? Yeah. Yeah, there, it was pushing it little by little, like if it was a cat. And I got, I got freaked out. I'm like, whoa, I just saw a ghost. So I went and told all my friends about it. It was, it, it was a weird thing. Did anyone believe I gave myself a, uh, a weighted blanket for several minutes to, to collect myself. Wow. You guys' ghost stories are way more normal than mine. And here's one from my grandpa. So back when he was in a, when he was a kid in Mexico... No, 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 no. That's, you only had, we only had time for one story, man. We've, oh. we've got to do... Oh. Yeah, you got yeah, one? Yeah, well, no, no, no. I've, I've got some really cool video footage to show. So apparently these oh. people in Colorado... Ooh has shared oh, footage that they captured on a train of what they believe to be the legendary Bigfoot. So let me put this on the screen real quick. Oh, oh boy. Oh, this this is... All right. Well, I have to go fight Bigfoot now, now that I know he's in my vicinity. Yeah, they don't even yes, say what part do. of Colorado it is, but uh, you guys see that? Oh, uh, I'll find out. Okay. This is cool. <clears throat> share it to the crowd. Yeah. Here we go. The channel hit the watch stream if you're a boomer like me and doesn't know how to use Discord. <laughs> yeah, let me see your camera. I'll do it. So, where is it? Let me 
they start yeah, over again. So here he is. He's yeah. walking. He looks like a big old Chewbacca walking through these rush and these. Yeah. He's probably taking a shit over there. But even from the distance, he looks like a tall guy, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't tell I, I can't, this is someone in Gilly. I can't even walk through, you know. Well, you don't Colorado even see a rifle waste, with them, though. I mean, some people don't go around without getting filled and getting called Bigfoot, man. Yeah. It's a struggle. <laughs> Man's just out there trying to take a shit in the bushes. I'll go yeah, find him. This train goes past some watches. Well, if we know it's by a train, this narrows down the search. I have to go hunt Bigfoot. That's He's it. got a mission. I can imagine seeing someone take a shit and my first reaction being to pull out my camera. It's so rude. Hasn't <laughs> <laughs> deer hunting season started yet? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, so then there's your answer. <laughs> and some people pistol hunt, actually. Uh, I know a few people that use 44 Magnum with a scope, and then uh, one other guy uses, uh, shoot, what's a one caliber? That one federal caliber with 70 in it. I forget. It was like 50, 70 something. Yeah, yeah, that one. 45, so I know 70? two people. Yeah, four, 45, 70, that. I believe it is. That yeah. is I actually have a, uh, a short, sweet, and wholesome ghost story. Well, oh, yeah. well we're, we're kind of running out of time since we're at a two hour I mean, mark. I, it is uh -huh. like a minute. <laughs> Well, if you want to hear. we, we, we have a, we're going to do like a part two, so we can save it for part two. Part okay. two, and then make Ooh. it one and a half. Sounds good. You got to add the suspense to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so where can we Cliff find finger. time to shill? So, Van, uh, you got anything going on? Uh, next week on Destination Unknown on my YouTube channel, we will be watching fucking more fucked up shit. Uh, I'm either leaning towards covering what happened in Israel, you know, that little thing that happened over there, <laughs> uh, doing the great potato murder mystery. Uh, <laughs> if you guys are familiar with J.F. Garropy, his retarded wife has disappeared. He dropped <laughs> her off at a gas station and people are speculating whether or not he murdered her and buried her in the backyard. To oh, my God. Whoa. But uh, it's it's truly blowing up the internet. Uh, it's got a news um, report on it now, and the and the federal government of Canada is involved. So it's pretty entertaining Whoa. watching him uh, basically excuse why he dropped off his potato wife at a gas station. <laughs> Beard juice. Do you have anything you'd like yeah, to share? Yeah, that mystery's not gonna skip out. Yes. Whoa. Check out the petroglyph press. Instagram.com slash the Petroglyph Press. I also have a Facebook community page. If you message me over there, I can give you an invite to the Discord server. Um, yeah, I publish every Wednesday and Saturday. And uh, what is it? Today's was, uh, just in case anyone's curious, Dracula opened his own blood bank. Yo. Right? Smart move. Surprised it took him so long. Right? That is a smart move. Me, Alchemist, where can people find I've... you at? You can find me on at the Meme Alchemist on Facebook. Uh, there are two of them, but I am the Meme Alchemist, not Meme Alchemist. Mello Melinda, where can people find you on social media? If you want to be found. You want to be found. 
I guess she doesn't. He doesn't want to be found. Doesn't want to be found. Definitely does not. Harbinger Loki, where can you be found on social media if you want to be found? Um, you can find me on YouTube or here on Rumble. I make gaming videos or trolling multiple discords. <laughs> I have nothing to do with my life <laughs> aside from watch small. What? I'm a housewife and my kids are in school. Oh, that's awesome. Maybe we'll have you on the other show and you can watch a, an autistic guy make mead out of. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. That was. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, we will get the great conclusion of how it went. I. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. He's really going to drink that? Yeah. He ate a whole can of cat food. I mean. Shit. Bro, this man has put Reese's <laughs> peanut butter cups, I... bacon, and bananas in mead. Oh, oh. Um, wait, oh, what? Why? That. For fermentation reasons, I guess. Oh, oh. This is no. why we tune into <laughs> Destination Alone. I'm going to have to oh, no, what's gonna vomit. Happen? Okay, need to. Bucket, where can people oh, find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Bucket's Wild and Wonderful Bucket Posting Saloon. It's all about memes and shit posting, baby. Oh, Fuck yeah. Doge from New Jersey. Where can our followers find you? Hey, yo, yo. You know, you can already find me at Doge from New Jersey on Facebook. And I'd like to give a little shout out because I tagged in for him because uh, me and Chiggy were drinking earlier. We're having like drinking games in uh, one of his discords. So, so he lost, Cat. apparently. <laughs> Oh, dude, well, we were all fucking blitzed. It just so happens I have an alcohol tolerance of, like, too much. Um, but we were all pretty fucking blitzed, I'm not gonna lie. I fell, I fell over a few times. But, uh, you can go find Captain Chiggy at Captain Chiggy VT on Facebook. That guy rules. I'm also gonna shill for the Speakeasy podcast, because we're back, baby! Hey. After our little hiatus, we, um... Everyone's all settled in uh, after my move and Doge from, or I'm sorry, Doge Dad took care of all of his stuff. He's back. He's ready to go. Fucking podcast is back on. Back on regular schedule, baby. Thanks. All right, then. With that, uh, thanks for everybody being here. If you've got more ghost stories to tell, we'll bring you back for part two. With that, we'll be signing out. Thank you. Good night. Bye, everyone. Thanks. For thanks. You have just been radiated by another expedition into the paranormal room of the Atomic Shaman Sweat Lodge. Remember to trust no one and question everything. We hope you enjoy your stay at our motel and RV park. Broadcasting from Los Angeles to Chicago along Route 66, we here at KNB are signing off. <laughs>